0: What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. We've got a really cool, awesome, fun guest joining us from Austin, Texas. Excuse me. Please welcome Epiphany Jordan. She is the author of Somebody Hold Me, The Single Person's Guide to Nurturing Human Touch. I love it, Epiphany. Can you please introduce yourself? And thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you you so much for having
1: me. Can you please introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about your background? Sure. Um, my name is Epiphany Jordan. I live in Austin, Texas, as Deanna just told you. And I am on a mission to redesign human touch. I feel like um, our current uh, cultural paradigm of o- adults only touching p- each other when they're in a sexual or romantic relationship isn't working for most of us. Almost 50% of Americans are single. And it actually doesn't work for a lot of people in romantic relationships as well. And um, I think that as we come out of COVID, this time where we haven't really been able to touch other people for a year, it's a really good thing to be talking about and thinking about because even though COVID shut it all down, it wasn't doing really well for a lot of people even before that. And I think it's something where um, we can think about making a shift individually and on a collective level. I love it. I mean, I'm all about human
0: touch. You know, I'm not like I'm not shy at all. I'm very body positive. I mean, I post, you know, stuff. I mean, I take some really great photo shoots with, with people, and I think that, you know, when it comes to human touch, like it's necessary. You know, it and, is, and, and it and it really it it really boils down to, you know, where with person is people have like a healthy relationship with human touch, or if it's is it unhealthy, is it toxic, is it um. Are are they addicted? You know, right. that that, that rolls into, like, there's many different things where, you know, sorry, the dogs, everybody knows, I think the dogs like to make parents. So, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: I love it. I love yeah. it. it. This is real life here, girl. This is for real. But um, <laughs> I, I want you, like, I, I feel like this is a very um, original topic, you know, and people don't talk about it enough. So yeah. what made you... What made you
1: like really start going into like the human touch and snuggling
0: and all that stuff?
1: Okay, so um, back in 2008, 2009, I was studying sacred sexuality with a woman out of. Atlanta, Georgia, and I went to a festival with her, and one of her offerings that she had that her students were participating in was called a Karuna session, and it was a ritual of non-sexual touch, and I was I was really, really struck by the experiences that the people who were coming in were having, and I just I couldn't stop thinking about it and about four or five years later I started playing around with it with some friends and everybody was like this is amazing you should turn it into a business and so we started offering it as a service and then um about in 2017 I ended a long-term relationship i had been with somebody for five years and it was a very touch centric relationship and i knew from what i what people what our clients had been telling us and what i had been studying and so forth was that you know if i wasn't dating somebody then i was you know that was it i wouldn't you know have an outlet for Um, you know, tender touch, or, you know, if I needed comfort, if I was grieving, you know, if I needed support, relaxation, all these wonderful things that touch can do for us. And so I ended up uh, writing the book. And, you know, the more I've gotten into, um, you know, it's just it's such a it's such an important part of our biology. You know, I'd like to see us recast it as a wellness practice because it has all these amazing physical, physiological, mental health benefits. And um, yeah, I think, uh, I think it's just something that it touches, no pun intended, so many different areas of our lives. And, um, you know, it's, it's very complicated. And yet it's so human. And, you know, it's so, it, it's so necessary for our survival, I think. So yeah. um, I've just, you know, there's so many. I mean, we could we could be having a conversation about this for six hours and yeah. probably not touch everything. So yeah. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, I totally agree. I mean, I'm I'm a hugger, and when we talked the first time when we had our in- introduction call, um, you know, we talked a little bit about that, and, and you know, um, you know, there there is a sexual aspect, right? But mm-hmm. there's also just like that, just that touching aspect, like you know, I'm a hugger. You know, yeah. COVID has changed a lot of that because people are so freaked out. You yeah, know, find myself whereas before I would just hug someone. Now yeah. you got to ask, like, can I hug you? You know, like, are, is it okay? You yeah. Know, just, like grabbing someone's hand and just like mm-hmm. holding their hand and like if you're having a good conversation, just looking at them. Yeah. So just like the, just that touch and connecting. You know, because mm-hmm. I think that when you are like experimenting in when it's not a sexual piece, right? Right. That's like the touching part um, that, that you create more of a connection with someone and you exchange that energy, which is where we are, we are all made up of energy, right? You know, it's scientifically proven now there's been studies and all that. Right. So, you know, you exchange that energy, that love and that, like, and it's, it is very, it's very powerful. It's very healing. And, um, I think a lot of people use touch for sexual gratification, like you said, and I love sex. Absolutely. But I me do. Me too. Just love, me too. But I just love to lay there and hold my boyfriend and just, just yeah. watch me and hold him and just like snuggle. And, uh-huh. you know, it's just so fulfilling and, you know, it makes my heart beat really fast. And, you know, it's just very loving.
1: Should be making your heartbeat slow down. Slow down your, I mean, it, you know. Well, I'm in love. So my heart's beating fast. Oh, so that's so beautiful. sweet. I love it. I love it. That's okay. awesome. Okay. So. <laughs> they, they just, they want to get in on the action. I mean, you can tell, I mean, like I have a 14 year old cat and I cannot get her out of my lap, like all day long, every day really? she just wants to sit in my lap, you know, uh-huh. and it's like, I mean, that's the thing, you know, it's like, we talk all the time about how, um, important touches for babies, you know, yeah. and infants. And I mean, you know, getting good touch, and good connection with your parents in the first couple of years of life will set you up for, you know, emotional, um, you know, good good emotional space for the rest of your life. But, you know, when we get to be adults, we don't have those sorts of opportunities anymore. And, um, you know, and we can't, you know, I I don't want to say that touch isn't a part of sex because it is, it's a very important part of sex, but, you know, we're leaving a lot else out. I mean, like, I don't know if you've ever, known a couple or been in a relationship where you know like one 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 member of the couple wants more sex than than the other one and so like every hug it's like nope don't touch me because I, I know that when you touch me you're going to want to have sex and I don't want that so it's like then people you know end up with no touch at all and um that you know, makes, I like, that's a really sad thought.
0: Like I, it not- is,
1: but it it happens. It happens a lot. I mean, you know, it's like if you. I I mean, if you read any of the literature, you know, like stuff that women who do sex work have written, there are so many women who are like, yeah, I have guys who come in, they don't even want to have sex, they just want to lay on the bed and hold, you know, have me hold them and talk to them, you know, so it's like, you know, we're really we're really missing out on a lot. And, you know, and that's even just for people who already have a relationship, you know, that's, that doesn't, you know, if you're single and you're lucky and you have good friends, you maybe get a hug, hello, or goodbye when you see them. But, you know, that's, that's not very much touch, you know. Yeah. It's- Cheers to the
0: new years and to making resolutions you actually keep. Have you added self-care to your routine? I know I have very much in a self-care. My man is, yes, he is definitely keeping it tight. Our sponsors at Manscaped have the perfect tools to help keep you and your significant other clean and tidy this year. Manscaped tools for his jewels are so good, you'll want them for yourself. The Lawnmower 4.0 is all you'll need for his balls and your bikini line. You know what's up, ladies. Set your first New Year's resolution with good intentions and join the 4 million people worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer, Go to manscaped.com and use code label free20 for 20% off plus free shipping. Happy New Year's, you guys. Thank you for tuning in and we appreciate all your support. Go over to manscaped.com, use the code label free20 for 20% off and free shipping. And my my little my little puppy here, she's all wrapped up in the blanket. She's not knock- <laughs> so okay. You know what? I, I I'm, after what like your what you were just saying about you know, people are in relationships and they're lacking that touch. I really feel like there's a lack of intimacy that if they're in relationships and they're not getting that that warmth and that nurturing that they should when you know you're connecting and you're having the correct intimacy with your partner.
1: Well, you know, it's it's interesting because yeah, I mean, there's, it can, it can definitely be a lack of communication, but I mean, it's like, we don't even have, we don't even have the language to talk about this thing. Right. You right. know, it's like, people don't, people don't really think about it this way. I actually, a while back I did actually, it was right before COVID started, um, uh, some sex therapist friends of mine have like a couples group therapy where there's like, you know, four or five couples who all go once a month and they talk about a different topic and, um you know i i we i took them through a bunch of different stuff about this topic and then we took them through an exercise of non-sexual touch and they were just like you know my my friend tells me that a a year later they're still talking about it you know because it's like you know it's like people people don't you know because like i said we've got you know that we've got touch stuffed into that same box as sex and um it's just not great for most of us
0: yeah no it's that's unhealthy that's an and I'll be honest, like I probably was in that box too, but you know, I was married, my late husband and I, we were really all about sex. We were, we were swingers. We kind of had an open relationship. Um, nothing so, wrong with that. Yeah, I know. We had a lot of fun, but then as we got, you know, as we got, after we got married and we started working so much, you know, we really started losing that sexual connection. We didn't have, and yeah. you know, we were lucky if we, we had sex once a month and then he got sick and then there was nothing. There was really no touch. There's no, yeah. no, none of that. And, um, I swore to myself and then he, he didn't make it. He was just way too sick. No, um, I'm sorry I swore to myself after, after losing him that I'm like that, I'm never going to have a relationship like that again, because you know, I, that, cause you, as a human being, you need that physical connection. Yeah. You, we need it because mm. I feel like I was so empty inside yeah. And and at the end, I made some bad choices that, you know, kind of, you know, did not um, shed a great light on me. I mean, I forgive myself. I was a great wife, I was a great partner, all that stuff. But um, I did make a bad choice. I, I had an affair at the end. And, uh, you know, yeah, that's. I
1: mean, that's a hard place to be in. But I mean, would you have maybe not had an affair if you had like, like a female friend or something that you could have gone to snuggle with who would have like given you support. And I mean, I I know I watched I watched my parents go through this. Um, My my father's been dead for about 13 years, but he had dementia at the end. And, you know, so it was like, all of a sudden, my mother, instead of having this life partner that she shared all these responsibilities with, you know, she became everything. And it's just it's so exhausting to be a caregiver all of the time and you know this is something you know like um one of the actually one of the uh my my father had dementia and so one of the discount groups that i had for karuna sessions was people who were taking care of somebody who had alzheimer's or dementia you know because it's like you know to be able to go and like have somebody else take care of you and to not necessarily break that that bond of fidelity by having an affair you know just to have somebody like hold you and um you know kind of give you a refresh i, I call it um you know like getting your getting your nurturing bank account refilled mm-hmm. you know that maybe if you had had that option you wouldn't have wanted to have an affair uh,
0: you know what i don't know who knows i can't yeah. i can't go back in the past i mean i that the person I had an affair with, he was younger than I was. He was a very attractive man, <laughs> very <laughs> attractive. So, I, I mean, I, I look at it like it just was part of my my journey. And yeah. I, learned, I learned a lot from that. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, 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 I didn't lie. When my husband asked me, I told him the truth. I didn't hide it,
1: you know, yeah. I, I, and I told was, he him, was he understanding of it. I mean, no, he was, he was losing oh. it. At the end.
0: And, you know, and I told him, I said, well, I'm like, I'm only human, you know, I'm only yeah. human. I'm like, we can work this out, you know? And I'm just like, you don't, like you're too sick. Like, you're just too sick. Like, let's talk about it. And he couldn't talk about it. And it was, mm. um, you know, it was devastating and he was not in his right mind because he just wasn't, he just wasn't there. You know, I mean, I had gone eight months with like nothing. So,
1: yeah, it's hard. Yeah.
0: And I, you know, I've, I've forgiven myself, but, you know, I know people probably some of the people from back at that, at, at that time period are look at me a certain way and that's okay. Yeah, I, I was a great wife. I was very committed. I never did anything wrong and I'm only human, you know? And I, yeah, I, I, was I mean,
1: so, so we can, yeah, I mean, we can, we can sit here and talk all day about, how horrible it is for people to cheat but you know in the end it's like there's a lot of people out there cheating you know so it's like and it's and it's always gray and you know I I feel like a situation like what you were in where um, your partner's sick that you know it's it's a little bit different I think I don't wish that on anyone I don't wish yeah I know it's a it's really you know it's hard we don't we just don't have good um support systems and medical care in this country and you know when it falls just to the one person I mean my my mother kept my father at home the entire time he was sick and you know she had hired people to come in and help during the day while she was at work but I mean man she was she was so exhausted I remember her getting like one night off to go um like spend spend the night away with some of her friends and you know I mean like even just getting that was like pulling teeth you know it was it was really rough and um I think my brother at the time stayed with my dad and took care of him and it really it really shook him up he really had a really hard time you know because it's just it's it's intense you know and it's like more and more of us are being called on to do that so and it
0: changes yeah. the dynamics for a spouse. It changes the dynamics of yeah. the relationship. You no longer view them as a spouse.
1: Yeah, that,
0: that's the hardest part.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like all of a sudden, your partner's not your partner anymore. They're your, They're like a child. And
0: yeah,
1: yeah. So let let
0: let's divert. That was a pretty intense conversation, but it really goes hand in hand with what you're all about. What your book's all about. So right. um, t- t- let's talk a little bit more about your book. You sure. From 2013 to 2020, you got up close and personal with your subject matter and Karuna um, se- sessions. Right. You were you were a-, a journalist, an event planner, professional tarot reader. Wow, you've done a lot of stuff. You're definitely I have. <laughs> living label free. And so now you're doing your are teaching. Are you teaching the this this idea of um, touch?
1: I mean, I'm. The book is actually, it's it's kind of a workshop in the book, and uh, the radical idea that's presented in the book is that it teaches you how to share touch with your friends. Um, and the way that you would do that is by doing it in kind of a group setting in a very structured fashion, so that you take touch from being a sexual activity to being a social activity, because you know pretty much any time you've got one one-on-one people touching each other it's really easy to yeah. think about that as you know as something sexual I mean you you know different you know because you've you've been a swinger and had an open marriage and I mean I, I did a lot of that kind of stuff as well so you know but most people don't have experiences with group sex so you know if you're with like four of your friends it's like a bunch of little kids playing and so it's like I've I've basically the the book is like there's like a workshop in the book so that you can do this with your friends you don't need me to teach you you know you can just grab the book and every and everybody could read in your group could read the book and you go through a series of exercises and then the idea is when you come out at the end of it you have a lot of different ideas about you know what non-sexual touch looks like you know because most of us just even you know think of it as like a hug or holding hands or something Yeah. Um, and then you know you have a little bit of a sense of like what type of touch you like you know like you might like having your arms scratched for instance but if somebody's going like this really lightly they may be like oh that tickles you know so you you get to play around with it and then the most important thing is that by the time you get done you and this group of friends have a common frame of reference around what touch means so it's easy to go hey you know why don't you guys come over tonight we'll cuddle up on the couch and watch a movie and everybody's like oh okay yeah that's what we're doing you know it's they, they don't think that something else is going on there so um what what, the,
0: what are the I'm, benefits? What are the benefits when people say, "Okay, I'm going to try this," and I'm going to get a group of people, and they want to follow the structure in your book? What are the benefits for them when they when they decide to do something like that?
1: Well, there's, oh my God, there's so many, there's so many physical health benefits to touch um, and the chemical that gets released with it, oxytocin. Um, Some of the different things they found, it decreases inflammation, it boosts your immune system, it protects your heart from the effects of cortisol, it lowers your blood pressure, it helps with wound healing, it helps uh, muscle regeneration. They've found in some studies done with men that um, it, it decreases appetite um it counteracts the effects of alcohol it makes um painkillers like you don't build up as much of a tolerance to painkillers you know and all of those things uh, it, it also like um it helps to reset your you know to get you into your parasympathetic nervous system which is where you have a really deep experience of relaxation and i mean all of those things are things that you know that contribute to good health right you know and and i'm not even taking into account you know the mental benefits um you know like i have a i have a friend in her 70s who she's an old hippie who lives off the grid in northern california my dear friend barbara and you know i'll go and i'll like hug her and cuddle her and months later she'll tell me she, like she never sees anybody she lives like very alone oh, wow. and, like months later she'll be like those hugs just stay with me you know that oh, that wow. time that you spent holding me she's like i can call it up in my memory and it it helps to sustain me until i have human contact again i mean it's just it's so powerful you know it, make, it makes people feel like they belong i mean yeah. you know it's like this is this is how we started out as a species you know it's like if when we were cave people we would all be sleeping in a giant pile for warmth and safety you know so it's like human beings or or even just a hundred years ago i mean if you you live in chicago right Mm -hmm. yeah i mean you and your partner and your dogs and your kids if you had any you would all be sleeping in the same bed to keep from freezing to death right
0: yeah
1: you know and it's like we've gotten so far away from that and you know it's like our bodies remember i mean this is how we start our lives as, as children you know it's like when waddled up to mom yeah or dad you know it's like you feel safe you feel loved you feel cared for you feel protected and our bodies remember that yeah our bodies remember yeah, yeah. i love that so, yeah. uh,
0: be- before we start wrapping things up epiphany can you drop yeah. all your links where people can find you where your book is all that good stuff
1: Absolutely. Um, so I have a website, which is www.nurturinghumantouch.com. Um, there's links to get the book there, but all of the major e-retailers on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, uh, Waterstone, you know, all, all the different ones It's on all those platforms and, um, you can get it as an ebook or as a printed book or, um, as an audio book as well. And the audio book comes with, um, downloads of the exercises that we were talking about so that you can do it and um, I think there's tons of great resources in there for people coming out of COVID because I know I mean like I'm like you I'm a hugger so I'm just like actually today is like my two weeks past my second shot so I'm like yeah come bring me all my friends to hug now I miss them so much but a lot of people are very reticent about it and I think the book has a ton of great information for people about how to navigate the world of touch I, it doesn't specifically deal with COVID I'm still kind of I'm, I'm not sure I may um uh revise, do a revised edition for yes, it for but absolutely. I think yeah I think I think that there's tons of, you know all of the stuff that's in there is I think going to be super helpful and relevant for people as they start navigating this world of physical connection again as we start to come out of the pandemic so grab it Check it out. Beautiful. I love it.
0: All right. Any um, last words of wisdom or advice for the audience before we wrap things up?
1: Yeah, just um, I would say um, right now, everybody like has very different boundaries and different levels of anxiety and different comfort levels with touch. Don't apologize to anybody. You know, if you if you're like, I never want to touch another person again, then, you know, hang on to that boundary and don't let anybody shame you into doing it. And you know you'll make your way back to the world of humans eventually or not but um well, hopefully because that would be a very bad
0: yeah. way to live I'm sorry it, but. it, it, it is it Touch is all you want <laughs> it,
1: it, it is but you know it's like I think I think we have to let people really you know take their time because you know we're we're you know we're coming out of a time of a lot of trauma and um you know, I have just, family, I
0: have family members that are traumatized from this. So
1: I, yeah, yeah, I yeah it's, it's been really rough for sure. So yeah. anyway, thank you, Deanna, so much for having me on your podcast. It was a fun conversation. I loved meeting you. Thank you. Epiphany. It was, yeah, it was great. It was very open and honest. And I
0: love the topic. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, follow, share all that good stuff. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.